Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Friday, November 3rd. U.S. equities powered broadly higher again Friday after a weaker-than-expected jobs report bolstered investors' confidence that an inflation-busting Federal Reserve won't need to take interest rates any higher. The S&P 500 index was up nearly 6% for the week, its strongest weekly gain in a year. Earlier Friday, the Labor Department said the economy added 150,000 non-farm payrolls in October. That marks a significant step down from this year's average monthly gain of 217,000 and was the second smallest tally since December of 2020. Analysts had expected a number closer to 180,000. The jobs report comes just days after the Fed concluded its monthly meeting by leaving rates unchanged, as expected. Investors now appear to be nearly unanimous in the belief that the Fed's rate-hiking cycle could be over. The 10-year Treasury yield briefly dropped under 4.5% Friday, its lowest level in nearly six weeks after rising as high as 5% in recent weeks. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, notes that the S&P 500 has fully recovered from the sharp two-week slide that began in mid-October. Stocks added to gains following a Goldilocks employment report that appears to be giving investors confidence that the Fed is done raising rates and that yields have peaked, Nathan says. He adds that the market's technical posture has also strengthened, with the S&P 500 back above both its 200-day and 50-day simple moving averages, 42.47 and 43.47 respectively. Still, the steep rally of the past week raises the question, have we moved too far too fast from a near-term trading perspective? Next week is relatively light on the economic front, so yields, geopolitics, and technicals will likely drive price action, Nathan says. The bulls may have enough momentum to add gains next week, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some consolidation at some point given this week's surge. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 40.56 points, or 0.9%, at 4,358.34. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 222.24 points, or 0.7%, at 34,061.32, up 5.1% for the week. And the Nasdaq Composite was up 184.09 points, or 1.4%, at 13,478.28, up 6.6% for the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 9 basis points at 4.577%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 0.75 of a point at 14.91. Banks and other financial companies led Friday's gainers on hopes easing Treasury yields will relieve some pressure on lenders' balance sheets. The KBW Regional Banking Index surged 3.3% to end at a seven-week high, while Goldman Sachs Group's shares jumped 4.4% to lead Dow gainers. Retailer shares were also strong, as were small caps in general, as the Russell 2000 Index posted a gain of 7.6% for the week. As far as stocks on the move, 
Apple fell 0.5% after reporting its fourth straight quarterly sales decline and issuing a lukewarm forecast for the current quarter. Bill Holdings plunged 25% after the software company reduced its earnings and revenue forecast for the full year, overshadowing its stronger-than-expected results from the previous quarter. Block rallied 11.2% after the financial technology company reported stronger-than-expected quarterly results. Carvana gained 7.9% after the used car retailer reported a surprise profit for the last quarter. DraftKings jumped 16% after the sports gambling company's third quarter revenue surpassed expectations. Expedia Group surged 19% after the travel booking platform's earnings exceeded expectations. Floor and Decor Holdings sank 4.9% after the home goods retailer's quarterly results disappointed investors. Fortinet tumbled 12% after the cybersecurity company's earnings missed forecasts. Icon Enterprises gained 13% after the conglomerate headed by Carl Icon reported a sharp jump in year-over-year quarterly profit. Insolet surged 16% after the medical device company topped earnings expectations and forecast strong growth for the current quarter. Live Nation Entertainment rose 3.5% after the ticket seller reported quarterly results that exceeded expectations. Paramount Global rallied over 15% after the media company beat earnings and revenue estimates for the previous quarter, and Trupanion rose 14% after the pet insurer reported earnings that topped analysts' expectations. Next week will be the busiest week of earnings so far, with more than 1,500 companies expected to report, according to NASDAQ. Companies on the earnings calendar next week include Gilead Sciences and Uber Technologies on Tuesday, Honda Motor Company and Walt Disney on Wednesday, and AstraZeneca PLC on Thursday. The headline number wasn't the only positive news in the payrolls report. There were other signs the Fed's aggressive inflation-fighting efforts of the past 18 months are having the effect the central bank intended, including tamping down wage growth. Average hourly earnings rose just 0.2% in October from September, below the 0.3% gain that analysts had expected, according to Briefing.com. The unemployment rate rose to 3.9% from 3.8% the month before. September's payroll growth was also lower to 297,000 from the previously reported 336,000. Colin Martin, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, says the employment report supports the case for the Fed to hold rates steady moving forward. The numbers suggested cooling across the board in the labor market, he says. Importantly, average hourly earnings continue to trend lower, which can loosen labor market conditions even if monthly gains continue. There's still potential for yields to turn higher again if upcoming economic reports prove surprisingly strong, Colin cautions. Yields should continue to fluctuate from here, he says, but this week's data suggests that the Fed's rate hikes are succeeding in slowing growth and inflation. Given that, upside in long-term yields should be limited. Late Friday, futures trading suggested a 95% probability that the Fed will keep its benchmark lending rate unchanged at its December policy meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. That's up from 79% a week ago. 
Next week brings an initial weekly jobless claims report on Thursday, which could reinforce expectations that the job market is cooling. Friday features the University of Michigan's Preliminary Consumer Sentiment Index for November. The index has been trending lower in recent months amid growing concern over inflation and geopolitical turmoil. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update Monday. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.